What's going on, everybody? My name's Tyler. This is not Sean. Um, I actually had a really cool intro planned for it. I was really trying to crunch it in. Uh, that's why we're a couple minutes late, so I do apologize about that. Uh, but this is Jason. He is actually the developer of Dropin. If you guys haven't heard of it, which I'm sure you have if you've hung around, because um, he literally throws keys in chat, what, almost every time we're live, I think, for his game. Um, so thanks for joining us, Jason. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Because you have been not—you've been a sole developer, correct? Of Dropin, you've had some help, I know. That's right. Uh, so SDK one—I think that's as far back as I go with messing around with development um, as far as VR. And I want to say I got started uh, in actual game development with Unreal Tournament and like Quake mods. I think everybody starts out somewhere up in that era uh messing around with like skins and maps and stuff like that so um yeah i've been gaming since the intellivision believe it or not i had an intellivision <laughs> before atari there you go, yeah <laughs> i was getting some uh some uh oh people are saying they were hearing double audio but somebody else said no echo so i was just double checking Huh. Interesting. All right. Yeah. If anybody else hears that, let me know. Um, I actually haven't streamed in a while, so I had to reset everything back up and stuff. Um, so do let us know if there's any audio issues or anything like that. I don't think there was. I did some pre-checks and we were up pretty late last night, actually, uh, testing stuff out and we got into discussions and stuff and, and had to stop because, you know, it's hard. It's really hard to, uh, to not sit there and want to talk. But yeah, I mean, you do a ton of. Let's see, you're. De what are you on now? You develop with a uh, a Vive Pro. Is that what you de develop on now? Yes, correct. So initially, I started on uh, a DK one, and uh, of course, I got my DK two in and like day one, right? So I was super hyped about it. Um, and we've come so far from that original time oh, frame, yeah. right? And um, so. Uh, we didn't have motion controllers back then, so everything I did was on the Razor Hydras. Sure. So uh, there's a guy, he released Half-Life 2 uh, mod using the Razor Hydras with the DK2, and it took a really long time for them to get that mod working with the modern HMDs. So, um, you know, HTC released the Vive, and motion tracking was a thing, right? Like full room scale. Um, yep. So uh, I jumped onto that because I knew that that was the direction I was going to eventually want to head. For. Yeah, sure. oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but I won't, I won't lie. I was a huge Palmer, Palmer Lucky fanboy. Sure. Like I was, Oh dude, the touch controllers. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. I mean, so, touch controllers are still amazing. Like think yeah. how far those really go back, you know, I mean, for track controllers and they are still, I still think they probably are the best controller. Um, yeah, and I know yeah. the iterations, you know, between the originals and now, but they're not that big of a difference. I just, the feel of them is, I still, you know, I use the uh, index controllers, but I don't mm -hmm. know, man, they just don't compare. They don't have those ergonomics, you know, that, have, that the lower I, yeah. end has. I have to agree Crazy. with you. So <laughs> I, I develop on, on, on the Vive and I went to the Vive Pro. Uh, the Pro Strap was a big influencer of that, the flip up design, the, uh, the comfort, right? So I have the... Uh, I don't know right, that exact right. model or make, but I have the leather faceplate, the leather face covering, and then sure. the uh, it has the back pad that's kind of like that, like the VR the cover, the leather stuff, yeah. And uh, so the leather is great, and I don't even think it's like genuine leather, but it's right. it's it's great. Um, so 
it's comfortable to rest on my head and I can pull it up and down a lot when I work with it. So yeah. that was the move uh, there. And then of course the, uh, the display, the resolution is just so much better um, than the OG Vi. So, so, okay. I was joking with you though last time, but why don't, why don't you get a Cosmos? What keeps you from the Cosmos? I mean, it has, oh. you know, some of those benefits and stuff, you know, you can get the nice audio strap and all that. So, so, so I, I you know, I, for anyone who has a Cosmos, um, don't take this as a knock. Uh, I think <laughs> used that, to it. <laughs> I think, I think that your entry point into the VR, no matter what it is, is, uh, it's, it's an invigorating and kind of liberating thing, right? If you're a flat gamer and you love gaming and you stepped in the VR, I don't care if it's like an Acer or WMR, right? Um, I think that's a, a great first leap. But out of all of the headsets that I've tried personally, um, the Cosmos is, to me, um, and I mean, this even, when I try to do parallels between the PSVR and the Cosmos, sure, sure. Uh, to me, I think that the Cosmos uh, doesn't hold, like, it has a hard time controller tracking even when compared to... Oh, yeah the the playstation controllers right. and that is sad for a pc vr headset true That's sad. it is especially for you know when it's coming out you know and it's not superior to, to backdated stuff you know what i mean so you you need to have progression in that not a step backwards but that's right that's i right. get it i mean i don't get it actually i mean i can't say i do but it it is what it is you know and they did make improvements but it's still not there and that's kind of the sad part but yeah yeah, I haven't had a chance to check it out since they did the latest driver right. upgrade, you know. Um, yeah. It was more of like I got my hands on one. Um, I went to a trade show. I was actually in Texas. They had a few sitting up there, little demo units or whatever. But, yeah. um, you know, and honestly speaking, I'm I'm working on two games. I'm working on Data Night and I'm working on Drop-In. Um, and Data Night is like this. It's my learning project. So it's sure. like. Everyone has one that they tuck away, they started on. It's like a passion thing, and you learn a lot from it. And uh, you have a, a community, and um, you have mass appeal games, and then you have niche things. And Data uh, Night is very niche, and I and I, it is what it is. I know what it is. Yeah. Um, but across both games, uh, I think we're approaching like a thousand community members, right? Nice. Yeah. And out of all of them, I have no Cosmos. Like for everyone who's <laughs> right. ever, yeah, for everyone who's ever key requested for all of the, uh, oh, you know, alpha, alpha testing requests and beta testing requests, I have, I have literally none. I just don't Not see, unless somebody's new coming in and, and thinks that it's the best new thing from HTC, I feel like that's the only way. If you've ever used anything else, or, or to compare to it or know anything, I just don't feel like that you would buy it. But I'm sure there's people that, that will. Um, now, if, if HTC is listening, um, <laughs> if you want to sell that headset, uh, you know, underprice the, the, the Galaxy. Right, right. If you want, sure. if you, you know, if you want to sell that headset, underprice the Galaxy. I mean, it's I think they great... need to. I think I have yeah, to underprice yeah. it at this point. I mean, it's not selling, so price gouge it, you know, sell it for what it's worth and at least get it out there, you know, at least get their That's name right. out there. Um, keep them in that ecosystem. But yeah, if they would, if they would lower the price of the HMD, 
it would allow people to adopt the Steam e ecosystem with the Steam faceplate and the sure. and honestly the modular design, like, you know, I love the flip up thing, but right, right. I don't like I don't like the gap between the face. But right, yeah, the bleed. The, uh, yeah, yeah. But yep, the I, I mean the Quest has that and it's right. tolerable, so I can't really hate on that part too much. But if they price down the HMD and they right, allow true. people to get into that market in a competitive way to where they have now this modular designed headset. Right. I think I, that area is great. That's the stuff that I liked about it. You know, yeah, when it was yeah. releasing, but they really haven't done a whole lot with it. I mean, yeah, they have their different face plates and stuff, but past that, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I don't, I, I, I hope they bring the price down. I think it might stand a chance for them. I really do. Um, so speaking of modular, have uh have you seen what's been going on with the VR ears, which is on Kickstarter? So if you guys don't know about it, we have talked about it before. Um, they did just end their Kickstarter though, and they ended their last goal that they pushed out was two hundred thousand, right? So if they hit the two hundred thousand mark, it was going to be twenty percent off all accessories, or I think it was twenty or thirty percent, one or the other. They ended at $199,490. They were $510 short of making their $200,000 goal, um, which kind of sucks, I mean, for anybody who's backed it, which I'm one of them. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they'll still honor it. I mean, come on, 500 bucks. I mean, it's right there. They better. You know what this reminds me of is uh... – when when Pimax came like real short of their goal, right, right, you right, remember right. that they stepped so up, was, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was nothing for them to be like, you know, right. we we're still doing this. Yeah, I mean, you're um, close so, enough, right? Yeah. I mean, if they were happy with that, I'm sure they're happy with five headsets less, you know, or five. Right. I don't know. But and look at them now; they took off. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. You know, like look at them now. Like they I, have. you know, I'm a, I'm a like you know, are you when a fanboy? Oh yeah. Are you okay? Like, okay. So so I I love the idea that they have entry level headsets that sure. are highly competitive with uh, any of the WMR entry level stuff. Right. Um. And then you're instantly in the Steam ecosystem, and then yeah. they're looking at at uh you know ways to give you a knuckles experience, but not you know to compete in that space. Right. Agreed. Uh, with with uh, with a very competitive price. So well, what it surprises uh, me with them is where their price point is for a small company. Because a lot of times and I know they had a lot of funding and stuff through Kickstarter, but you know, you're talking they are competitive now with Oculus. I mean, that's right. huge. You know, HTC right. who's been doing this for a long time, Valve who's been doing this now for a long time. So that's impressive to see. Now there are a lot of people who don't agree with maybe some of their tactics. Um, or their headsets or how they work things. And I agree, for a while their marketing was down the tubes. Um, but I, I do, I have my 5K Plus and it's a great headset. I mean, I love it for racing sims. It's an experience that I put people in and they go, holy crap, like this is incredible. Um, so it's kind of a, a fun thing, but I still want that 8K, man. I, I just need the higher resolution. It's too big. The screens right. are too big. Lenses are too big. You need that higher resolution. And I feel that's where the next step is. Um, and if anybody hasn't noticed, Sean is actually giving away codes in chat. So I highly recommend if you're not watching chat to keep an eye out. Um, that's right. He's just throwing codes out. I think he said he had about a bucket full of codes we, he was hoping to give out. <laughs> we swap roles today. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, you're usually the one giving out codes and that's stuff. Right. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not used to watching Sean and chat. I know he's probably going freaking crazy. 
Um, but yeah, it's kind of how it goes. But actually, we have a uh, somebody on our Discord, T Dub, of all people, uh, gave us a code to Final Assault. So this is from him. So thanks to T Dub again. Um, again, he's over on our Discord, and everyone probably knows him from there, uh, and on, in chat as well. But really appreciate that, and I'm sure somebody will grab that one too. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of a giveaway day. It, it ended up, <laughs> it wasn't really supposed to be, but that's how it goes. Um, sorry for anybody listening because you are screwed. Okay. Anyways, next one is Silicon Valley. Do you, or so I'm sorry, Silicon Rising. Did you, do you remember us showing this before? Um, it was kind of like a teleport shooter deal. Um, really cool, really interesting concept, story-driven single player. They actually came out with an update for their game that is free locomotion. So if you have this, you know, got it then and thought, yeah, okay, I wish I could move around and stuff. Now you can. Um, I'm, I'm not sure the current price of this, but I don't think it was too expensive. Did you, you probably never got to try this one, did you? I did not, but I did watch the episode and um, I have watched other footage of it, but yeah. They, they kind of pulled an Alex, right? So yeah, it right. came out, wasn't too long. People, because yep. Alex was like, hey, we want a smooth turn, right? <laughs> so uh, it, I, I do know it was a big thing. A lot of people mm -hmm. were like, I want to be able to move around freely. What, what's well, the deal? But that's it. Everybody, you know, consumer wise, thinks it's easy. You know, like it's no problem to just implement free locomotion in the game, which maybe the controls and movement stuff, okay, not that big a deal. But when they designed this game, because it was a long you know, I think 2016 or so they started this game. Your your maps, and you can relate to this, aren't designed for free locomotion. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you start to see things that people shouldn't see and stuff, and outside the maps and textures don't line up right and stuff. Correct. Um, so it becomes a lot of work, doesn't it? I'm sure. It does. And here's the thing. Like, if you want to have a direct comparison to that, um, look at Alex whenever they released their very first teaser video. And all they had was teleportation. And right. they, they oh, came yeah. out and they openly admitted, like, we <laughs> were not designing the game around free locomotion at all. At all. Right. Right. At and, all. And, and the community pushed back pretty hard. And when you think about it, Valve, you know, they don't have a lack of resources to come, like, to call in and help with that oh. kind of a thing. Right. And it still took them months yep. to, to get that game ready for free locomotion. So, yeah, yeah you, uh, you 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 whenever you're designing something and and um something like locomotion where you're able to put your hmd what you're able to see um there's a lot of shortcuts initially that you don't trouble yourself with uh to go back and be like this is a concern because right. in your mind you're like that's wasted time and effort for me to put sure, time because it is a lot of time you could right. be putting that into furthering your game or bettering things that more relevant to what's out even at the time. So right. it is hard. That's, that's, yeah, I, I get that, but I'm surprised though. I mean, at least they're trying to keep up with the times, you know, and that's huge in VR because that really changes a lot. Um, kind of changes by the month. I feel like when something comes out, everyone's like, Oh, now we need to implement this. And now we need to implement this, you know, it's kind of run your rampant. Um, so the other cool thing that kind of happened this week is we actually got sent a video from you um, and I'm not plugging this because you're on the show. I'm plugging it because this is amazing. Um, but you have actually added trampolines now to drop in. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so it's, it started, it started actually with the asset, right? So, mm -hmm. um, 
my wife and my kids give me a lot of inspiration. So sure. uh, huge shout out to them. My both of my boys will be over my shoulder begging me to play, <laughs> uh, going, hey, dad, this would be cool. Um, so, you know, uh, the asset pack that I'm working with, uh, which has expedited the development process, um, you, you do not understand how much smoother things go when you're able to just pick an art direction and run with it. Right. Um, so I saw the trampoline and, and my oldest son goes, uh, I've never seen anybody do trampolines in VR. And I said, you know what? You're right. <laughs> and I was like, you know, jumping in VR at one time, they didn't think that mixed. And but oh, right. the last, the last game session you and Sean were in, you were like, it would be really nice if something like, you know, flung you or projected yep. you or gave you a lot of air. Right. And uh, so I ran across that asset and I'm like, I wonder if I can technically come up with the mechanics to be able to simulate being on a trampoline. So um, and then once I did it and I got feedback from my community and, of course, uh, a huge shout out to uh, UE4 uh, VR expansion guys. Uh, It's called the VRE plugin. That's that's part of the development package that I use with UE4. his name is Morton Trail. He has a Patreon. Shout out to him. So you That's guys, cool. if you're devs, look into that. Um, mm. But anyway, so uh, immediately um, when I was sending out like different revisions of the trailer and stuff, um, even Tim, the guys working with me on drop-in was like, you need to put the trampoline at the very beginning because that is such a standout kind of new thing. Right, right, um, right. And it's gonna in like it's gonna intrigue people. People are gonna be like, "Man, I wonder what that is like jumping on a trampoline in right. VRs." <laughs> and it, honestly, we just love be able to get up to things, you know, get height vertically. I mean, it just changes, you know. And you see, I mean, it's just the concept is cool, and I can't believe people that are afraid of it. And there are people that don't want, you know, or makes them sick. And I understand it, but you just got to get past it because those experiences are so freaking cool. I mean, it just. Really cool. And you said you might be working on a double bounce? Yes, yes. So <laughs> so currently right now it captures your downward velocity and then it caps that. So it never surpasses a certain amount. Sure. Kind of like whenever you push as hard as you can on a trampoline, you uh you pass your downward velocity and then it springs you, right? But <laughs> it uh you you reach a point where you can't exceed. So it right now it's capped. But if two people are doing it, um I want to have a form of memory in in the actual mechanics so that the, uh, half of the velocity projected by an individual based on the time will pass into the other person. So I'd like to be able to get a double bounce mechanism yeah. fully oh functional. And I have I have like an alpha build of that that I've been messing around <laughs> with. But there's there's an Absolutely. edge case where you know I have to play with the. Uh, with the capped limits on the velocity because there's an edge case where, you know, my wife launched me into the moon. Like sure. Was, right. Endlessly. Yeah. 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 I get that. It might be fun too though. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And see, oh, I, I will tell you that like when I first started developing games, um, when I first started messing around with VR in a flat game, like you're, we've been conditioned over, over decades and decades of, of being told like, this is what gaming is. It's very uh, linear, and sure. they they hold your hand, and right, right. Um, there's there's a rule set that thou shall not break this rule set. But I'm telling you that 
for the first time ever. And it's, it's kind of taken a bit for me to uncondition myself to that. Um, and the market will tell you this. All you have to really do is open your eyes. If you look at Pavlov and you look at VR chat and you look at rec room and you look at all of these things that are blowing up all over Reddit and Twitch and social media, uh, for the first time we have a medium, a gaming medium that is telling us that, it's it's not about how beautiful your game is anymore. Right. It's it's not about uh, the rule set that you you give them. Um, the most popular mode right now in Pavlov, I would argue, is not the predetermined uh, handheld. These are rule modes. It's right. Trouble in Terrorist Town. It's yeah. the ones where people can jump in and kind of make their own little. Uh, method of player run away with yep. a, the tad bit of freedom you give them just a tad like mm -hmm. they if they have the inkling of a little bit of freedom um they run with that and i remember uh alpha testing dropped in with you guys and uh sorry about that controller by the way but <laughs> i remember crying head. in my headset because oh my God, of how man. funny it was and uh you know and a lot of that was uh, us exploiting the it's fact that there Right. There was no, there was no match timers. Yeah. There was no limits on where we could go. There Absolutely. was, you know, and whenever you play test enough and your left brain's going, Hey, I have to give people rules and I have to develop a predetermined game mode and I have to, you know, hold their hands through this experience. But then your right brain's going every experience, I've, every experience I've ever had a blast in and laughed my rear end off, yep. you know, really enjoyed throughout, throughout both of the games I've been working on. And mm -hmm. even what's out on the current market right now, this is where they shine in this medium. Yep. Something has to click eventually. And then you have to realize, okay, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, I'm looking at this the wrong way. So, um, you know, early in drop in started out as a, uh, battle Royale. Like that was the, the milestone we wanted to hit um and it's just both my kids my wife everyone who's play tested alpha tested uh it migrated and kind of molded into what it is due to the community and due to the market speaking to me and being like this 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 is what we want to support this is what we really like this is what we really enjoy well, so i think I, for like sean and i it's honestly the the, the our favorite games of all times that we've played on flat VR are games that we can break like games that are intentionally don't allow you places or things to do and we do because we enjoy that because we are like the only ones that got to experience that of this game you know and I for some reason I always correlate those favorite games of my past to those um, and good multiplayer experiences and stuff like that but it really goes to show that you know just being able to do whatever you want is a lot of what VR is about, you know, it's that freedom that's right. and that's what VR gives you. So to encompass that in a game, I feel like is the best thing that anybody could be doing. I really do. Um, and no, I'm not saying like, you know, story driven stuff and, and single player and all it's, that's great as well. It's just Correct. different, you know, Correct. that's all. But yeah. Yeah. And we, we have tons of milestone stones that, you know, uh, goals that we're reaching for on the mission side and the, yep. and the cooperative play. Sure. And so you have it all. all that. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You've got something but, for everybody. Yeah. The, ki That's the cool. kitchen sink is what makes it 
mm-hmm. like that liberating it makes it the best man something. Yep, yeah, it does so. it does all right so i want to get into something that turned into a controversial topic for you and i last night um and maybe not for everybody um let's go to the pictures here is and i don't know if you guys have seen this or not but this facebook horizon oh. league man uh-huh. like I, at first i'm like oh cool we get to see some images of it and then i'm like I really wish I hadn't have probably seen this because I feel like this destroyed my dreams for what Horizon could be. What do you um, think, man? I mean, um, I, I, so don't get sad. me wrong. It's cool. It's cool to see. But when I really look at this in detail, yeah, it hurts, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what to, to <laughs> I say. I know. It's just... Honestly. Um, I'm not hating on it, but like we already have... The, and don't get me wrong, I know it's going to be animated like this. We knew that from the previews and stuff. But even what they showed at Oculus Connect, I feel like, looked like it would be better than this. Even though it wasn't gameplay, it was just the animations. But I just feel like this is so flat, don't you? Yes. So this, I'm hoping it's early assets. I'm hoping that there's just squares and, you know, uh, single texture uh, very very simple lit stuff in here i, right. I hope this for testing just, purposes or yes uh, or it's a quest build maybe i don't yeah. you know maybe that's their limitation i mean who knows but come on Have i know you played red matter on on the quest like, right we say that all the time like this, yeah this I is know. this this is i mean if it wasn't for you know the the higher resolution one could argue like this is pre ps1 type stuff like I know. so well it's, and maybe yeah. maybe I'm nitpicking. I see chat. You know, gaming science teacher says, "What were you expecting?" You saw the trailers, and I did. I just I expected a little bit more. Like, and I'm not saying like, okay, just ignore the people in this image, right? So the people actually look good. If everything looked like that, I'd be great with it. Yes. But if you look at all the other assets, so like the tables and the ground and the fences and stuff, they are just super flat. I mean, a little bit maybe of reflective, you know, surface to them, but that's it. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like there could have been more, and maybe this is early, you know, we could just be surmising, um, but I don't know. I don't, it just takes me back a little bit where I feel like it could or should be to me, but I don't know. Uh, I was so excited about this, uh, the concept of this and, um, you know, I'm, you know, say what you will, but I've I've spent my fair share of time in Rec Room. Sure, um, well that's yeah. I mean, Phil Yarn just said Alt Space Horizons, and yeah, like correct, Rec Room, correct. I feel like is looks better than this, even in their you know their worlds and stuff. It does. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I feel like it's a step backwards. I don't know. I, I'm not. I know, and I, some people like it. Chatty says he likes the image of Horizon, and I, I, I get it, but I don't know something about this man. I was just hoping for greatness from some of the first things we got is all, and to make it kind of like everybody wanted this, you know. And there's there's a lot of things that could be missing here. Like sure, there, there isn't be. a there isn't a, a lot of ambient inclusion in. Uh, yep. I know they have the ability to bake out lightings and kind of fake some of their shadows. It's it looks to me like if I was to go into editor when I'm working on something and I'm like, I want to be able to see 
what I'm working on a little bit easier. There's an unlit mute, uh, mode that you can kick the editor into that sure. takes away a lot of the, All that. yeah. Yeah. For faster so, building and stuff. Correct. And yeah. Correct. So I'm, I'm wondering if maybe that's it. But the other thing is that, I don't know, man, this um, is a live build. Well, I mean, not to, uh, that could be a live build too, but here's the I other mean, thing, Mark, Mr. Zuckerberg is not an idiot. Right. And, and how, how do you, surprise people you set the the bar really low true and then you're Very like true. here's what i really have right it gets so, people talking free marketing at a point whether it be good or bad it's not a right. final product anyway so i know i get it um yeah i just yeah, yeah mepper said where are the textures yeah <laughs> yeah there there are right. none my friend <laughs> there aren't <laughs> there are none nope it is it is solid solid colors just about um, yep the hair maybe right <laughs> a little yeah exactly uh and those aren't really textures those are gradients so mm -hmm. you're looking you know um so right. you have you have a little bit of specular map on the on the characters it looks like and um yeah. the lack of a sky spear really threw me off because yeah uh the video and the imagery that they shoot they showed at uh what was it oc6 yeah OC6? It had clouds and stuff right yeah I mean, exactly i know exactly it was Which, beautiful but and know? that's not a hard thing to do i mean really no. i mean come on it's Look not at, that cost I mean, yeah there's yeah. so many games that have very beautiful skies yep. in them um, i when i made the map for pavlov i actually put a sky that was like a sunset in one of them the warehouse and it was like a a dusk sunset feel, you know, and even the lighting was like low and stuff it looked better than this. And I was doing that. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. Just where we're yeah. at with this. That's all I'm saying. That's I'm that's hoping it. this is like to try to see what they're like. True. The what we is. talked about last night, the bare kind of the base. I'm, I'm hoping this is like, you know, this is what we know. We can shove the most assets into sure. running on West. Yeah. So, Yep. I hope I, I hope that's what this is, and um, maybe they'll have maybe they'll have like a Rift build that they run, uh, you know, for the PC users, and then they'll have a Quest build. Uh, right. So well, sure. Hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully um, it'll it you know it'll progress with time and get better. Sure. The, the, the thing that concerns me is the the Quest does have like that, that that very narrow draw call limit right. on it. And I know that they're doing a lot of like user created stuff, and uh, VR Chat suffers from this as well because um, users are able to spawn objects, and the the more characters and the more objects you spawn, you start hitting that draw call limitation. Sure, um, sure, maxing so, it out. Yeah, correct. And they've done a great job lately. That you know they went in and they've uh, they've done things to like actually create a peak, so you can't just like you know, crash a room. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So we have a couple games too, to talk about. Why don't we head over to the theater here? So one of the ones we've been really curious about this week, and I don't know, I talked to you a little bit about it last night too. It's called the line, uh, which was a project. Let me get some audio to this maybe too. It's not too loud for you guys. You ever felt like you were living in a ceaseless repetition. If something's too loud. Just let me know. Um, chat but this game looks really interesting um i like these little micro world games kind of like moss uh, i don't know if you've ever played that where you're kind of like looking down on it and oh, there's a bunch of games like that in a world of miniatures shut up for a minute routine is everything 
gets dark a little bit. My wife loves these kind of games. Exactly. Yep. Everything is just the same, just like it has always been. Until it's not. Looks good, though. I do like these, though. So, like, for me, normally these aren't types of games that I would, like, reach out and want to play. But then when I find myself playing them, I'm, like, I'm stuck in there. Oh, man, what was the other game that did that to me? I think it's called Tethered. Like you were I think it's Tethered. Repetition. Huh. Yeah, be. yeah. So, so in Tethered, I don't know if you guys, like, this is going way back. It's showing my sure. age, so forgive me. Um, but uh, there was this era of the Microsoft Gaming Zone and this game called Age of Empires. Um, oh, yeah. You used to play a ton I, of that. So you're, you're kind of like, you know, it's, it's RTS, but you're kind of, it's almost like black and white where you're kind of God overseeing like sure. this, yep. uh, you know, World. what you're, well, yeah, kind of like, you know, shout out to Epic Civilization went out free. Uh, yesterday, by the way, on uh, Epic oh, Store. So, that's cool. if you if you weren't aware, go wow. grab that. <laughs> um, so, Tethered is kind of like that. Like they go chop wood, they collect stone. You know, it's it's kind of like that build up right. strategy type right, game. Right, sure. And uh, I just stumbled across it, and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like playing this in VR. But honestly speaking, like. I don't know my, why Microsoft hasn't made a VR version of Age because I would be in that thing like every day now I that know. I've given that a chance. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can like look down, like get close to the table. I mean, I know there are already a bunch of games like that and stuff now, there's but so many that scale. Use mechanics. Like you can literally draw the circle around sure. the dude. Like or you, a path. Like, like, yeah. Oh, man. And, yeah. And, and there's no better mouse emulation than VR pointers. Like, when you're in there, it feels so natural. So, like, sure. Oh, uh, man. Um, who, 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 you know, who has the resources that we know of? Like, uh, World of uh, Warcraft um, producers and, and creators, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, it's like, I'm asking myself, like, why not? guys mm -hmm. come on like you yeah know. i know why not try they, stuff you know at a they point start, they started their entire you know career in in strategy gaming before they went to world of warcraft and sure. the the medium is there now for them to to jump into that space and just do something killer with it yeah i don't know well so the line before we get too far away from it does come out on the 28th so this month 28th which is like a week from now not even uh and it is on quest um and again these are the kinds of games that i actually want to play on quest i probably wouldn't play this on pc actually um i like to sit on my couch and play this style of games so this one i might have to play i don't know i like these odd i like odd games like that um a fluke rogi in chat said diorama style game that's actually about a diorama <laughs> that's right <laughs> So I get it. Um, and again, Sean, thank you for the codes, man. I don't know why I'm really thanking him, but geez, he's not stopping. I don't know how many codes he has to give away. Electronauts. You guys might be seeing me put some codes in. How can you? How can you while you're on? You can't actually <laughs> do that, right? I don't think. <laughs> or is that a hint? 
Um, so let's no, see. I, I mean, I consume some of the code Sean has given out. Like, hold right. on, let me see it. So I've got another one that I actually got contacted by, I think it was last night or this morning. Um, and I, I'm probably going to screw the uh, name up on this, but NYX. So Nix, maybe? Nix VX. It's a VR concert is what it is, experience. Um, they're doing some testing and stuff. But it's actually a concert where live bands perform and you can go and watch them. Which is really cool because I don't have any audio playing because I don't know if their audio is monetized or not from this. But I can actually bring it up a little bit for a second here. But it a uh, it seems pretty cool. Um, I'll bring it in. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to go see like somebody performing live, maybe or somebody playing in their garage, you know? You could literally go in and listen to them and be with people. So I get it, but we do have this, some of this that has happened in, what is it, Altspace? Is it Altspace that was, or yeah, I think Altspace has done some things, but they do a lot more comedy stuff, but it's kind of cool. I mean, if you actually can get up on stage and it looks like the guitarist comes down from around back behind the stage and stuff. So it would be really cool if you could get some serious bands in. Um, but this is like like a, grunge band type deal super cool though i'm in I, I love music so i'd have a hard time not checking this out at least um what do you think do you, are you into the music stuff or performance stuff at all or aren't you really oh man i don't even want to go down that road <laughs> I, so I, I i actually like before i got into game development i was an audio engineer so uh music is near and dear sure. to me yep. yeah and it, it is hard i'm sure to get quality audio projecting into you know all the spatial audio and stuff but i would think it would be possible i mean if you could have i mean i'm sure you could wire in somehow you would probably know better than i would but use your output as an input type deal for you know the sound but i don't yeah, know you're cool you're at the mercy of the api written for mm. a lot of the uh technology that goes into this kind of thing so right you know unreal has a uh, twitch streaming api but so you're at the mercy of whatever it is uh the compression rate the sure you know whether or not it's stereo um yep. you know but if you're a dev and you're working with the content directly so like a lot of these beat games are a lot of like you know harmonics games where they sure. work with the uh, artist directly to to get that audio and uh develop the visualization around it the sky's the limit there but yeah if you're uh bringing a bunch of people together to to come together to do you're kind of at the mercy of whatever codec or api you're utilizing yeah have you watched any live concerts or any kind of live events at all in vr i have um so uh very early into the the vr age espn was was doing their uh, i think they partnered up with intel and they were doing kind of this um trial uh, and I forget what they called it. It was like virtual point data or something sure. where they were, they were doing football games. Like, um, so you had stadium view, you had, uh, this virtualized three dimensional point data that they were projecting into the VR space. Um, and then of course there was been a few concerts here and there that have been, uh, sure. done, Tried on it. Yeah. uh, through various different apps. So I think there's, Oculus has theirs. PlayStation had a few. Yeah. Um, so. Do you like it though? Like, do you enjoy? Do you feel yourself, or do you think it's a little gimmicky? So, 
here's the thing. I think I enjoy uh, a lot of the user-created content that goes onto YouTube that is made to be consumed by VR. Sure. I I think some of it's better than others because the 360 degree uh, right videos are videos yeah. are 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 hit and miss depending right. on the quality that sure. that that people have and also the production skills behind it. There's a there's a group that can't I, I can't bring them. It's on the tip of my tongue and I'll, I'll probably think of it later. But they're really good at that. Even though the technology is really struggling to give you that clarity. Um, they're, they're pretty decent at it. And there's a ton of their stuff up on, on the Oculus store. Uh, but the rest of the HMDs aren't, you know, uh, they haven't been graced with that kind of content. So, sure. uh, the closest they get to it is YouTube videos that people upload and you, and you, and you put it on and you're like, I can barely see anything. Right. Um, my favorite was this like personal performance done. And I don't even remember which headset this was, but, and, and somebody might know it might even been on a go or a gear VR was you were sitting in this guy's apartment and he was sitting there like playing the guitar or something on a chair and trying to write music and smoking a ton of cigarettes. And he's like talking like behind you. And there's a, he's talking to his dog, you know, sitting on the floor and like, you can hear like the reverberation of the room, like the sound echo in it. And it felt really cool. Uh, But like, that's the kind of stuff that I really enjoy, you know, that's like takes you into that personal aspect of it and getting to live it. And that like, I do like this kind of stuff because I love concerts, but like, I like that out of like body or doing something you not the voyeurist, but you know what I mean? Like you couldn't like be behind the scenes, like at a concert or on stage, you know, with a DJ or something like looking down at how he's doing it. That's the stuff that really does intrigue me. Um, just a little different, but, but close. I, I, I like all this kind of stuff. I do. I love music and stuff. I haven't done a whole lot of concerts. So I did the post Malone one, I think in venues or something, but I think that was about the last one I did. Um, and Greg's VR said that he wants uh, a mosh pit. He needs a mosh pit. <laughs> so if, if he, if he, uh, beaming, pleasure, cheers. Um, but if, uh, yeah, Greg's VR, but I still want to see Greg's in there, man. He's always got all his jewelry on and stuff in, uh, um, uh, poker stars kills me every time. Anyways. Okay. I, I'm not keeping up with chat. I don't know if you are. I see you start to laugh over there, so I figure you're probably reading something. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying not to look down too much, <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, I am trying to keep up with chat. Oh no, it's hard. So the uh, oh, and I think I do have it. Let me grab this here. The uh, new Iron Man trailer dropped. Have you? Oh, seen? my boys for, for PlayStation. That's my my oldest one. Right? It does look really good, man. The water looks great. It looks really polished. Because um, they actually show some real gameplay, like right there. Ooh. Yeah, so they they, they uh, pushed this back a tad, and I think it was a good move. I do, too. Um, the only thing I see is, like, watching some of this, it starts to look like Defector. Um, it kind of reminds me of that scene where the, the plane, you jump out of it and stuff, and you're flying down and grab onto the other one and stuff. Um, I don't know if I would have went that route with it, I guess, for a release trailer like this, just because, I don't know. But it looks awesome. Um, I should let it play again. But what do you think? I know you'll probably pick it up just for your kids at least, minimum, right? Yeah. So this is the, uh, the, the trouble with VR, right? So 
with VR, like we're we're so conditioned with flat gaming to uh, be about uh, looks, right? And and that's, right, that's right. that that's what like so for us to look at it, you're like, man, it's kind of like Defector. But for me, uh, what what clicks with me and really really gets me is I have to separate myself from the experience that I'm seeing on a flat screen, right? And I have to put myself right there right. where that's my hand and experiencing it or thinking that's, it. Yeah. That's where yep. I'm at in that time. And I'm telling you, when you're flying through the sky like that and you're like, holy cow, I'm Iron Man, uh, the visuals become an afterthought. And it's more about how does that game make you feel? Sure. Uh, that's what VR really is. And even in the sure. social space, it's, it's feeling like, how do you feel? What is, what is the tactical feedback? How, how do the guns feel in your hands to hold them? It's all about feeling how, you know, right. what, what, what and, and Sean says it a lot. He's like scary games, horror games are so real to him in that sure. space. And, you know, some people that's heights. So right. someone who's never skydived or never would dream of being that high up in the sky would jump in this thing and get give them that courage to experience that and deliver it in a way that's very believable. Sure. And that that could be like the best thing. Yeah. Uh, Experience they know. could have never done because right. yeah, I get right. that. Absolutely. And you remember those things, too. You know, those right. first times of doing things, especially in VR. You remember him. I still remember the final part of Arizona Sunshine. Sean and I were trapped up on the hill and stuff, and just all these zombies were coming at us and stuff. I will never, I don't think, ever forget that experience, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. Like, you could never do that in real life. You know, a helicopter come in and stuff. So cool. My first experiences were uh, low-resolution DK2. Mm, but I will, yeah, tell you, sure. I, will t I will tell you the whenever I knew that, horror was going to be huge for vr sure. and that was that was dread halls it was a little tech demo you could load up you had a map and you just wandered through right yep and uh and then the next one where i knew that like vr legs was going to be a thing and i eventually kind of it clicked about the motion sickness thing oh right was was windlands Yep. Just you know, yeah, still Spider Man around right? and Windlands, yep. you know. So, yep. uh, but yeah, it's 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 great, and visuals are always going to matter to some people. So I don't want to take that away, but I right. do want to I do want to say that when you're in there, it doesn't matter how pretty it is and how great it looks and how well of a presentation they did. If there's anything that rips you apart from that experience or makes you feel like you're not the one in control or you're not the one in the eyes of, of that right. presentation, then that's where the disconnect happens. And that's whenever, you know, So for me, I think the visuals more tend to matter with people who haven't played VR. Right. So the people who watch that's the right. videos and come that's in right. and they're like, why doesn't it look polished? Or why doesn't I play these games? I play call of duty and this and that. Um, and it should look like this, you know, and I don't think they give it a chance right to actually experience something and Correct. get critical about it. Um, oh, I see Aspen Darkfire. Cheers, man. I don't know if <laughs> these alerts were on on the last scene. Sorry about that. Uh, I just caught that. So cheers, Super Chat. Appreciate that. And thank you for giving away so many codes. Yeah, that's on Sean today, man. He is all <laughs> over that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he's got to be running out soon. I don't know what time it is, but... <laughs> 
He's got to be getting there. That's why I don't want to be so hard on the horizon thing. Like, I know right. it's... It, it I know, I get the, it. it. I agree. It hits you in the gut, right? I it's get, like, oh, because you have yep. this expectation. And then you're like, but it's all about how it's going to make me feel. And I got to keep sure. reminding myself that, yep. you know? Yep. So one of the things that kind of just happened, too, is uh, Oculus. You know, when if you ever gone, which I know you have, when you're recording or streaming, you get that little red dot in the headset that's kind of like always floating there takes away from what you're doing they finally disabled that um i'm not 100 percent if it's just removable or it's gone completely but i think that's a great thing i hated that i really did that's the first thing when i started i'm like why would they do that i don't know it drove me crazy it was it was was part of the app integration actually that was there for other uh uh you know, mobile to PC type sharing too. It it would put the little red dot there. I just think it was part, it was built in and they never thought about, Hey, this is right in people's face. (laughs) I know it just stuff takes away. Like nobody wants to see a a stuck figure there. You know, it just doesn't work in VR. It kind of takes you out of it a little bit, at least for me. Correct. Yeah, Um, I agree. Oh shoot. I had one more video too. I want to show. Let's hop back over there. So this is Ghost League VR, and if I had volume on this, I'll give you a little bit, which we can watch this for a second. I don't think there's any, there's a little bit of music in it, but uh, have you seen much on this yet? Already climbing. Right? I yeah, exactly. VR. Yeah. Yep. Just... Yeah, I'll leave the audio out. I don't think there's any game audio, but... It looked, yeah, exactly. Climbing and stuff. It just, just like we talked about earlier, you got to give people oh, the chance man. to do what they want to do. You know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good sense of speed. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. I mean, and I don't feel like this would make people as motion sick. I mean, it gives you that like, okay, I'm gonna go that way. I'm gonna do this. A little bit of preventative, and maybe needs a little bit of the blinder deal on for some people, which I don't like. But kind of cool, right? Different concept. Right. See, and it might, you know, and I don't want to be biased, right? And sure. I've been dealing with VR since the DK1, DK2 age. And early on, uh, your experiences, they do, like, you, you want to move slower. You want to turn slower. You got to develop this. Uh, you do. Yep. This, you know, your VR getting legs. used to what VR is. Yep. And, and, you know, you and Sean were like, you're going to put jump and drop in? And I'm like man, I don't know if I should do that. Right. And I'm like, well, people may or may not use it. So now I got trampolines in there. So, <laughs> right. <you know. laughs> so, so whatever. You if you want but to, yeah. I've realized like these games where you move and fly and climb and you're, and, and it gives you that extra sense of activeness. Like yep. even Iron Man, you're flying around, you're moving at like huge speeds, right? Right. Um, as, as VR gamers mature, they're pushing against that boundary of what was first thought to be said. You don't do this in VR. Now it's like, that's what they want to do. And it goes back to what you always talk about is like, sometimes people just want to push that boundary of what they know they can and can't do, you know, at least dip their feet in. And if they like it, then do it. You know, you don't have to, nothing says that, but yeah, to the top, this does look like a little bit like to the top and stuff. Um, I love it it though. I love those kind of games. Like, you know, uh, sprint vector. By the way, if you guys right. have never checked that out, it's uh, it is it is very similar to that kind of a game style of gameplay. So, what's your game like? What's your go-to game right now? Like, if you were to get off here and say, "Hey, I'm gonna play something," not your own stuff, but what would you play? 
Oh, man. That's such an unfair question. <laughs> it's a loaded question, so, right? <laughs> so so I'll be honest with you. I play I play a lot of games, right? Sure. And I do it for two reasons. One is not for in, research though. Not for research though, for fun. For fun well, only. It, that well, I hate it's to hard, sound right? like I, I, I hate the sound this way, but for me, fun is true. Seeing, Fun is kind of getting inspiration from what other people are doing and right. and uh, and not and like being surprised. There are some games where it's like, you know, the, the, the overall goal or the overall vision of the game maybe wasn't all that great, you know, and, and it might be something on Steam. And I'm not going to mention any names that got <laughs> that got that got pretty poor ratings. Oh, but sure. I jump in and I play the game and I'm like wow, I cannot believe that they did this. Because there's AAA games out right now that didn't pull this part of what they're doing off as well as this indie developer hmm. that maybe didn't get such a great score or, or good reviews, but a certain aspect of their game really nailed or innovated in a way that, you know, uh, you just did not expect. So I, sure. honestly, whenever I jump in and I play games, like I go through Steam and I'm, and and there's a ton. Most people don't know this, but there are a ton of free to play experiences on oh. Uh, on Steam. Oh, there's a ton. You literally, I tell people all the time, you don't have to buy anything. Like mm -hmm. you can buy this headset, any headset, even the Quest, and yep. download tons of free stuff and see what you like. They're always like, "What's the first thing I should buy?" I'm like, "Nothing." Try yep. this. See what you like. And, and, See what's stuck. And I stuff. have a challenge for you. Don't look at the screenshots. Don't watch the uh, trailers. Like right. any, That's mini, true. any mini money. Pick a day of the week and go any mini money mo down that list. It's a good and, point. And and download that thing. Jump in it. Give it five minutes of your time. It's not going to waste time right. for you. It's five minutes, right? Right. You you, you have that. Uh, and I guarantee you, you will walk away surprised by some aspect. Yep. It might be, it might not be your thing, uh, but it's it's almost like playing Russian roulette with with no loss. There is no risk sure. other than the five minutes of your time. Well, my but thing, like I play. You, so if I play you come a, away and get to say, hey, right, this you thing did, this. did this really well, right. and and the rest of it could be garbage, you know. Sure. So it, <laughs> it's right, true. So I we, like we play a lot of shooters. Obviously, you know that everyone knows that. Um, but I can have as much fun playing standout or virtual battlegrounds as I do Half-Life Alex. You know, right. a AAA game compared to games that you know, aren't, aren't AAA, obviously, but are great games. So at the end of the night, I still have just a good a time playing those as I do Half-Life Alex. So that right. shows the visuals. Like when you look at that, you know, Half-Life Alex trailer, it looks beautiful. Even for flat, it's beautiful, right? So the other games, when you look at them, you go, yeah, as a flat gamer, I don't really see an interest in this, but you can have just as much fun in them. So it's, it's a good point, you know, just look at the images and stuff, but it's hard, man. Even that can look flat you know or just dead compared to what flat games actually look like so right it is tough i know yeah so, it, it's it's it goes back to that feeling like i wouldn't say from a gameplay aspect that that alex is mind-blowing right so you right. get in there and 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 you know you're you have a gun you can't drop your gun 
You have right. two stored. You have two storage yeah, yeah. locations. They're not pushing uh, boundaries on. Yeah, stuff. They're, they're, right. they 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 played it very safe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but the thing that they did that they realized that, you know, um, I think the flat gaming community is 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 gonna take a little bit to get over that hurdle. But the VR community really knows. Like this is, like we're getting to that place where we're starting to understand this. Uh, the way that it made you feel half-life Alex made you feel a certain way. And it looks cool when they show video clips of people scooting buckets out of the way, right, and that, right, right. Physics, yeah. that physics interaction. Sure. But that is like an understatement to the way that that game makes you feel when you're in there and you're the one pushing those buckets around, or you're the one writing on a, yep. a mark board or you're the one feeding a little animal and you can feel the tactile uh when you're the one that puts your hands up against a wall and those hands simulate into that wall but yet you you uh you're not you don't feel drunken and clumsy clumsy and bumping into every little thing you know um that game made you feel very much a part of that experience and then on top of that, they were able to deliver with the the fidelity, the visual fidelity. Oh yeah, for like lighting and darkness, audio and audio, all kinds. And, of, yeah, yeah. So they they blew it away. Um, and I'm baby, I'm bite sized baby piece in that game. I still haven't finished it. Right, because me neither. We were talking about that last night. I keep yeah. saving it because I like it. It's great, yeah. and I don't want to burn it all up in one day. You know, correct. I right. just, I don't like doing that. There's other games I want to play too that are current. And this Half-Life Alex isn't going out of style anytime soon. So I'll, I'll look at Half-Life and I'll look at Skyrim and I'll be like, I really want a game to game today. So I'm going to jump on Skyrim. Like right. I will, I will not put that time into that game just to savor it. It's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I know. Yep. So where was, oh, um, hand tracking for oculus quest they are coming out with now third party games official kind of releases now on oculus which is pretty cool what do you do you like the hand tracking i or do you think it's a little gimmicky i so i don't find it great for like games right but like experiences maybe i think so hand tracking to me is a necessary step but it's it's kind of like the way that the index turned out to be towards the touch controller, right? So I love index controllers, especially in the Steam ecosystem. Like I um, I see that there's a place for Vive wands, but as a developer, the Vive wand is uh, it's a love hate thing. I love it because of the ease of use and people see it and it's like, oh, it's right, a trackpad, right. one button. And it and it, you know, it brings people into that ecosystem, the VR ecosystem. It is it is a uh, very Easier. easy sure. to, to pick up and play with, and people yep. aren't intimidated by it. Well, I talked about well, like my dad tried it, right? The index controllers and stuff couldn't work like a regular. You know, if I gave him like a regular gaming controller, you know, it's tough. If you don't do it, you just don't know it. Um, and I can give him a set of index controllers. And no problem. You almost don't even Correct. need to explain it. So that it is. You're right. It's that good transition point. And Correct. hand tracking is an even easier transition. But I feel like 
the inputs aren't as precise. And as, I feel as, that's where as, that fine line is. As gamers, you and I, like, we talk about how much we like the touch controller. And I, mm. I'm pretty sure I'm accurate right. that, like, uh, Sean likes the yep. the Oculus touch controller as yep. well. As as gamers, we've been conditioned to to like that physical feedback from pushing buttons. And when Correct. I grip on with the touch controller, I know my grip has been made. And I know that Valve did a really good job with the haptic feedback right. on, on the index controllers, but for me, it's just not good enough. Yeah. Like, it's it's great, I love the controller. Um, I like the ergonomics, I think it's comfortable. Um, it's just, mm, it's not good enough. Uh, and and But it is the best thing you have in the Steam ecosystem. Right. Um, hand tracking, for me, um, I think it's necessary and it's something that we need to continually look down that road and innovate with. But I think where hand tracking is really going to shine for Oculus is whenever the quest starts to become the road for corporate America sure. to move into VR space without, with those business individuals having the uh, the pre- the pre- uh, appearance and the presentation necessary for a business environment. Sure you cannot throw input devices into right. someone's hands or even teach when them. You, yeah. You can't take the time, you know, to teach them. When you see someone giving a presentation and they have that laser pointer and they go to these Toastmaster trainings and stuff, they're, they're told, you know, no knife handing and right. keep your thumb and your, uh, your, yep. your, you know, I've been, I, I work in corporate America. No attacking very, like correct. hand gestures. Yeah. I'm, I'm very familiar with all of the training involved in, uh, you know, uh, giving a proper presentation of uh, what they would call a professional business etiquette presentation. And for Quest to make it in that market space, hand tracking has to be a thing. And uh, for you to be able to slap a headset on someone, kind of like, you know, they thought the Go was going to be that thing. Sure, right. But um, they realized that that, um, hand input, you know, they, 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 they literally designed the go controller around a laser pointer because they thought it was going to do that. Right. I can look at that HMD and their design and, and the input device they gave the one that they gave and totally it, it, it makes sense to me from a marketing standpoint and from what they were trying to do. Um, so for the quest to be like, Hey, we're just going to, toss the controllers to the side and we're going to do this hand tracking thing. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's going to take the gaming community and the people developing software and stuff like that for hand tracking and the interest there to really allow the business community to pick that up and say, sure. Hey, we can do this with it, you know? And I think it's good for people too, that don't know VR. So let's give it to somebody older, you know, who doesn't, it's easy for them to throw on and not have to think about it. They can interact with what they're in. Um, yeah. an enterprise just for, for ease, you know, of not having to know controllers or worry about controllers, but right. for gamers, gamers need that on and off, you know, and you're right. That's where the index starts to, you know, you have that light, that finger movement. So you don't have a, an on off grip. It's, you know, there's that in between part that screws things up. Uh, and we talked about it even with drop-in, you know, I told you, I just didn't at one point, this was way long ago that I felt like the, the grip points and the pickup points for index were just, you know, too close to being 
grabbing too hard and you have to worry right. so much about that. Correct. So it's, it's tough. I get it. So gamers are going to always like a button press no matter yep. what, just like the touch and, a grip and on and middle, off, you know, you're in the middle of an ecosystem shift. You know, I think, uh, our thing with that was the Steam VR input had just kind of did their thing, and then you sure. had Legacy and Steam VR input, which yep. a lot of games even today you go back like the Forest I think still runs on Legacy, and I I'll load up a lot of games and they'll uh, they use the Steam VR, VR input binding, but they're all in Legacy mode, so things like your Dead Zone adjustments don't work, and uh, you know you load up the game and you grip on the index and you're like. I'm going to break my controller right. trying to grab this thing. Right, exactly. You know? My hands so, hurt. They're all red from trying to hold them. Correct. And yeah. and that's the that's the difficulty. Or I guess that's the complexity that that type of design threw into the market that you just don't have that issue with touch. No right. matter what, even if you set the uh, dead zone for the uh, analog button, to 99.9%. Sure. When you push that button all the way down, you know it's pressed. Yep. Yep. And, you know, and that's... There's no doubt. Yeah, it's not going to accidentally release if it see, thinks your fingers moved or something. Right. right. If it's down, it's right. down. Yep. And that's why I still like the touch. I mean, for gaming as a whole, those controllers are just superior. I, I really right. feel that way. Now, I like my index because the tracking, I love the tracking, I love the headset, so... I'm going to next controller still, but and see my wife. My wife has a uh, a Rift S, and sure. I'll jump in that thing to test. And you know, think she like she cuts my dev time in half because you know she'll just jump in and play with the Rift S, and um, yep. and you know she gives me feedback on how things feel and how things work and all of that stuff. And um, you know, it is an LCD panel; it's not OLED, but the black levels are really impressive. Yeah. I have to say regardless of everything tracking included uh you know it it is probably better than any wmr tracking that i've tried the rift s is yeah, uh right and sure. it's it's it's, yeah. it's slightly better than the behind the back tracking that the quest gives you they're they're both i want to say identically tracked the, the, right. the, the algorithm that's doing everything for those cameras out in front of you and uh, with one less camera too. Correct. Is the same. So the only difference right. you're getting is the Rift S has a broader range because of the additional camera for it to do the kind of right. over the head behind the back type of thing. Right. But that is such a great device. I have like, you know, I have to give it to Zuckerberg and, and Oculus on what they did price point wise. And oh, yeah, the absolutely. The technology they're giving you. Um, yep, I agree. Yeah. For that price point. I mean, they're not making much on this. I mean, they're, they're wanting to get it out there and sell software, which obviously is king. But, yeah, I mean, they kind of have to, don't they? I mean, that's right. to push something new, they if they want to, if they really want to make this grow into something that's mass adopted, they kind of have to give it away. And and Steam stats, you know, they released their stats last month. It sure. shows. It shows. Right. Yeah. The Rift S is killing it. Right. It I know. It, I mean, at that price point, why not pick it up for a PC headset? You can't compare. Right. You really can't for how close it is. You know, I know it's not indexed, but it's still an awesome headset. It really is. Uh, let's see. Were there any other big things I wanted to talk about? Uh, so, oh, Contractor's uh, beta is actually open to the public, I heard, which is really cool. 
Um, we were kind of talking about contractors last night and talking about a bunch of shooters late last night. Uh, you actually got to play, right? Contractor on Quest, yes. was it? Yes. So yeah. um, I do the whole side load thing. I, you know, part of that is uh, doing a lot of like builds for the projects I'm working on uh, to, to see how they run on Quest sure. and see how they're going to migrate over. So, um, you know, I load a few of those things like uh, King. I think the the Rocky game. I, what is it? It's not King of the Fight. It's uh, Creed. You mean an actual Rocky game? It's 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 the boxing game. Creed. So uh, Creed. Creed. Yeah. Rise to Glory. You know. Yeah. So uh, I want to say I did that before their demo. They had like a little teaser build or whatever, and then um, of course, like they have the side load uh, of of Pavlov and. Uh, couple of other games that you can load up um so i i do a lot of that to see like what the quest ecosystem is doing sure. what what new devs are coming up yeah, with absolutely um, i didn't get a chance to to load into the uh the tech demo with the finger tracking that you guys were yeah were yep. explaining oh my um but you know i got like going back to that subject of finger tracking i have to uh i gotta give them props because I have. Here's the thing. I don't know if you you or Sean's ever messed around with HoloLens or any early alpha builds of that. Uh, working with an industry, Microsoft's done a pretty good job. Of... I've been in it. I've been in it, but it's been a while for me. I mean, it was it was shortly after they first came back. I went and did a uh, like a demo of it. And... Now, here's the thing. Did you mess around with any other hand tracking, finger tracking type no. No, technology? No. Nope. My Oculus is leaps and bounds. Like I will tell you that the little bit that I got my hands on with their finger tracking stuff and what I, their leaps and bounds. Really, the, the reason Hololens hasn't taken off is because of the lag and the latency between how they're handling sure. the the hand tracking and showing up in the headset and stuff. See, yeah. for me, my, the only issue with the Hololens, with well, the hugest issue for me, was the screen size. I just couldn't take that little screen looking through them and it not being what I felt like was my whole world. You know, like if you turned your head, the things disappeared into nowhere. Um, yeah. And that's the part that bothered me because doing VR for so long, everywhere you look, it's just what it is where you look. Yeah, so most, that was most, the hardest for me. Most people have an inconceived notion of what they believe HoloLens is right. from from what they're, right. what, they show. what they're trying to portray to you. Yep. But... Um, how can I how can I uh, explain this in a way that makes sense? Oh, so so your field of view and the Oculus headset are like an index, right? Right now, like with Pimax, we're we're like we're trying to get taller and wider, right? Absolutely. Yep. Where where your cutoff point is, it's just it's just black. It's just you. It's like looking through ski goggles. It's black on the edges. You don't have anything. You can't see nothing. Like that's the edge of right. your of Vision. your display yeah um with hololens you're looking into the real world and imagine that where those black corners are you just it's it's like whenever uh you're just being cut off from right. whatever it is you're looking at right, right right um and then and then take that build of you which is around 110 and shrink it down to like 45 to 60 sure because that's what you have. Yep, that's exactly. What, that's that's I, the best that they can give you right it now. It is, and it's. I just don't even feel it's usable. 
I don't. And, I mean, and, and and the other thing is like the hand tracking on a quest is almost instantaneous. Like when you play around with that thing mm-hmm. and you move your fingers, it is one to one almost. Yeah, one to one. Yep. In Hololens, it is almost two seconds to a second and a half. No, come on. Between how could they even push that out? It's usable though. It's a great question. I don't even know. Holy I don't even crap. know. Like and and see that I I messed around with it last year and. I don't even understand now, wait, how was this was this one or two because I used one. Was this two. the second gen? So, yes. Oh, really? It's still yes. at that point. And <laughs> and it was it was a promotional HMD that sure. it was on display for 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 enterprise use within mm. you know the major company that I work for. So you know it. Um, I, I got lucky, and uh, you know certain individuals found out that I was working within the VR space, and on the side they were like. We'd like to demo this to you. Right. And uh, I checked it out. And I love where it's going. Right. I, I yeah, yeah. I love I the technology and all of it. But, man, at that limited field of view? Oh, I no freaking be, way. I, I, I can't be mad at Microsoft for, for doing it. And I, oh, I no, love right. their little tech demos and, and what they've shown up on stage that they're uh, when they did you know their TED stuff. So do you think this whole thing then with HoloLens scared them out of doing anything for Xbox, VR-wise? I I do, and and like see, that's, them, that, kind of. that's that's the sad part of it is Microsoft is like they want to own, they they like they want to own whatever it is that the innovation is right and, own the technology and, right. and unfortunately VR is not is not no. that space it's like and, it's like owning a smartphone like own the technology for the smartphone you know what i yeah. mean same principle and, and 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 palmer lucky beat him to the punch and then of course another tech giant got a hold of that uh, and we have oculus today and right. uh, i'm not bad about that i'm great i'm right i'm, I'm I, I love that but microsoft was like well you know vr isn't ours um but we do have all of this this knowledge from the Kinect and the Xbox 360 and mm. motion tracking and all of this stuff. Um, and if anybody remembers, the Kinect was, there was a little oh, bit of latency. There, there was a little bit of latency there between true. what you saw on the TV and stuff. But Kinect so, was big. I mean, it had its day, you know. It wasn't huge, but. Correct. And, uh, my, you know, I played with it. My, my family played with it. Right. Um, for what it was, it was impressive. Exactly. So I can see why Microsoft was like, well, we're going to do our own little thing and go in our own direction, um, you know, because they have a lot of intelligent minds behind all of that space. But I will I will admit that I think that the cost involved, the marketing involved, what their aspiration was and where they are today uh, made them kind of take a step back. Sure. And 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 say, let the technology get ahead. WMR is as far as we're going to go with it. Right. Like I, I do believe that that's kind of you know what happened. And uh, okay, and what's but, what's what's strange is that I had people telling me like, X, the next Xbox is gonna you know they're gonna look at a partnership with Oculus and sure. and you know uh, I had people that were devs that were telling me that you know we may see uh, the Rift S on the next Xbox and you know so. You know, uh, and then you have Spencer come out and basically is like, you know, uh, our audience just is, yeah, they're not asking for it. Right. So do you think, though, that are they going to push even like a second gen WMR headset or 
are they kind of done with that too? I mean, like a true, you know, new controllers, are they going to just be like a peripheral company well, instead Valve of making is, their own? Valve is working with a um, very well-known mm-hmm. WMR manufacturer right. now. Yep. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of that. We talked about that a while back. Um, is, it, is, it the, is it Acer? Was it uh, Acer? Look. Is it H? Is it Reverb? I forget now. I don't know. Sean will probably might, pop in. It, it might be. It might be Acer. If anybody knows, yeah. I think. I think it was Acer, from what I remember. Which, it, but it, it might. It might be. Um, I thought it might have been an HP uh, headset at one point in time, but. Um, but oh, yeah, so they're yeah. they're molding they're molding the. Um, I want to say the reason they're doing this is is they're they're bringing together the WMR. Yep. and the uh and the steam ecosystem oh, so it was hp vr sprague i said hp yeah it was one of the two <laughs> so it was hp probably yeah I, I i mean at a point if you're not on top you bring all the small companies together to group into one and you can kind of become a larger entity you know without owning it or putting in the research and stuff so i get it i don't know I think it's, it's not I where think i wish a, it went I, I think it's a smart move sure because I agree. because but, because i know that valve recognizes that um, you know, and again, I don't want to talk bad about HTC, but I think that Valve recognizes that of the uh, motion tracking technologies out there that are not Oculus, because they can't really go to Oculus and be like, hey, let's team up. Right, right. Yeah. It would be nice if they did. Sure, two, it would. Two big dogs. But, they could, but they won't. So Oculus is very much like they want to, they're like Microsoft. They're like, we want to do our own thing. So I have to right. give yeah, yeah. Microsoft, I have to give Microsoft props for going, you know what? Stand yeah, bring, the, bring, bring WMR into into the alternative right. uh, uh, ecosystem or world, ecosystem whatever. Of yeah. Steam. Like if right. you don't have Steam trackers, we'll be, a, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll be a Steam VR headset. But if you don't have Steam trackers, then WMR kicks in for you. Right, um, sure. So I, I have that. to, yep, I have to yep. applaud them for that. It's kind of what Pimax does with PyTool, you know, right. and it, even that imports all of your Steam games, your Oculus games, all into their one software where you don't really have to worry about anything else and stay in there and it does what it needs to do depending on what you have connected to it. So I like the idea of that, I do. I it's, just don't know if it's... I can't remember. Is PyTool, PyTool is non-subscription based though, right? right? It's, right, it's yeah. PyTool's like included. Vi- yeah. It's it's it's, it's kind of like what Viport used to be. Remember before Viport sure. became the... Sure, You know. Yep. Um, which is, I'm not down in it. It's a great value if people want to just kind of like flutter through games that... Right, sure. You know. Um, Try stuff. I get that. I, yeah. It's just, there's so many, there's so many experiences on Steam and other areas that... Uh, for me, I like I don't have time for another, uh, you know, I Something guess else to try. ecosystem that's going to be tossing all these experiences. That I know it's how it always goes. I mean, it'll dwindle down eventually. It'll narrow itself down to probably two or maybe three at best. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it it is. It's hard. Um, all right. So one more thing before we do go, you were talking a little bit now and you brought this to, to my table. You heard that Elysium was kind of backing out of their alpha, right? Which we were kind of excited about. And I think you were too. Yes. Yeah. (sighs) It's too bad though. It was a double-edged sword for me because, um, Elysium is doing a lot of, uh, kind of what drop in is, you know, uh, is heading in that direction sure. to kind of toss the kitchen sink in at this thing. Sure. And um, this is dropping by the I've way. Had, I'll just let it play. I've had, 
a lot of excitement around the fact that Elysium was like the closest thing to a, a VR GTA, you know, and they were mm. touting things like, and yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want to bash on them. They right. they probably have enough heat as it is. If you go they do. out yeah. to to Reddit, oh and, man, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, their Kickstarter and you know YouTube yeah. feedback, all of that. I don't want to I don't want to bash them. Um, but you guys, you have eyes. Go read on it. Um, they they touted things like 500 player per server, which yeah. which is like we uh, know is impossible. Come on, yeah, like, like even even with a flat game, you are you know, uh, yeah. you, <laughs> Fortnite is the epitome of what everyone is trying to be. Correct. And 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 if Fortnite struggles with that, and they have the you know the money they have oh, and minds they server. have. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it just that you're not going to top that by right. five times. Like, no, yeah. that's not and, happening. And, you know? and not to mention a VR character. There is, uh, you know, and I don't want to get too technical and over everybody's heads, but when you track two controllers and an HMD on one character, you're you're tracking the locational position and replicating that across a network. Um, it's like having three characters for every one person. So you're three times more expensive on, on the network load. Uh, right. And, and you're trying to compress that down for every player. Right. Yeah. So, um, so there was some things that were mentioned that you just kind of knew. And I think enough of those flags were going off for people the yeah. where they were asking questions and they were like, is this real? Are these people really going to deliver on this? Uh, yeah. you know, and, and my thing is, is like, I hope they do. It may not. They may not get to the point where of I think that, that. The, they right. were trying to sell people on. I agree. But, and they probably fell victim to something that a lot of us indie devs or you know uh, dev studios that are trying to build up. You yeah, know? you want to achieve something great and you want to do something epic. But and, and if you don't on. watch it, you'll fall victim to what I call the monster, and sure. that you get trapped in this place Focus. where where you uh you have a goal you have a vision you know you need resources mm. and and you start pulling in overhead and your output doesn't keep up with the overhead so your your contractors are an expense your right. resources are an expense your assets are an expense yep and if you if you can't keep up with that overhead by making up for it by either like what they're doing with Kickstarter campaigns, sure. crowdfunding, investors, then you end up in a situation like they're in where they may have 20, 30, 40% of their game done, but they 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 fell victim to the monster. They built that hype train up so large that unless they yeah. got a team as talented as like say sure. Rockstar or Ubisoft or someone like Node who's been developing yeah. VR games for a while. They'll never deliver. They'll never deliver it. Nope. That's right. It won't come to table. It won't ever. And okay. it is, yeah, you're right. And they get stuck in that. And then at a point, you just got to pull the plug because what you've told everybody for the last year or two isn't what it is. So right. it's too bad. I get it. But yeah, it happens. Yeah, and, and, and I don't even know. It was like, it was like kind of like it was leaking out of the rumor mirror. Oh, they're going to cancel their alpha. They're going to cancel that. And right. other people were like, no, no, they've announced this. You know, they've put it off and this is what's going on. And then boom, they canceled the alpha. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I know. You know, 
happens. Yep, it happens. It happens to more devs than probably people even know, too, you know, working on games and stuff, and they just kind of disappear into the dark, you know, which is too yeah. bad. Because in the VR, we'll never... we need that, sort yeah, of. Yeah, that's but... right. Which, you know, Data Night's been there. I've been working on it for two years. I Like, the keys will be there. It will be up. You will be able to play it. Uh, it may not be progressing as fast as other projects that I'm right. working on, right. but, you know, it will always, <clears throat> I'm not going to pull the plug It'll on it. It'll always be there. It'll always be right, there, yeah. Sure. Why not? Exactly. Yep. So. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's about it for everyone. Um, you playing anything this weekend? Playing any VR? Uh, or are you working on I, stuff? So, so uh, me and my wife got um, the new. Uh, it's it's kind of like Mario Kart, um, and uh, we jumped in it a few times. And you know, you get a little chicken, and you, you get a soda cup, and it turns yeah. red. That's and cool. You get the uh, I forget what the name it's yeah is, is it is something carts yeah it is um, uh, I forget now too yeah it is it's oh, it's like identical to Mario basically identical it to is Mario and right. it's it's a lot of fun so we played that you know um, we we do a lot of uh, Vivecraft we've done a few um, series episodes streams of that yeah. so I really enjoy it um, Synth Riders has done a few updates so sure. we're Believe it or not, we're getting huge enjoyment out of doing the multiplayer for Sith Riders. Oh yeah, uh, sure. So a lot of um, people love Sith Riders, man. I just I've never gotten into it really. My um, wife, my, my wife is making tracks for it now. So isn't that cool? Like, there you go. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's very yeah. cool. All right, well we should wrap it up. I know we've run a little bit, but thank you, Jason, so much for coming on. Hey, thanks for having um, me. Yeah, it was um, really cool. Sean had family and stuff in, so he couldn't be in here. So you were the first one I went to, um, very knowledgeable. Um, and I'm glad you didn't get too harsh into the technical stuff because I know it can be tough, but people were liking yeah. it in chat. So that's awesome. So really do appreciate that. Um, make sure you check out his stuff. Somebody was just asking is drop in free to play or open to public now. And I'll let you go ahead and answer it real quick. Yeah. So, Currently, we're on the uh, three to five day review from from Steam. Um, sure. So uh, it is free to play, and it will be free to play forever. That's never going to change. So nice. we're it is uh, you know, and I released a thank you to everyone with with kind of the details on all of that. But I'll I'll, I'll try to condense it into a summary, keep it short and sweet. So basically, it's it's early access free to play core right now. So. Um, over the course of development, um, we had a few conversations with with Tyler and Sean and and, and uh, Tim, and we kind of um, we had this path where we wanted to give you very limited gameplay options, sure. apocalypse sure. mode, yep. you know, and and uh, deathmatch, team deathmatch, all of that type of stuff. And then as we played, we realized that like the liberating and the freedom and all of the stuff that was bringing enjoyment to people. And we were seeing what things like VR chat and uh, trouble in terrorist town and Pablo was doing. Yep. So we adjusted to meet what we feel the market demand is. And that is very low entry level. So uh, people want to be able to get into whatever yep. really quickly. And, and social, to, social, yeah. Man. It's all and social. The, the free to play market so and this, and, and the sandbox experience is something that we thought, Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll grow our community. We'll get testers in that are able to test things and give us ideas and give us yep. feedback and kind of, 
and feed us, like feed us information, feed us ideas, feed us priorities. Tell us what it is you want to do. Right. Um, Give the people the tools to make their own game experiences, correct, you know? Correct. Oh, and, yeah. and that goes, that goes into everything as far as like workshop support, uh, you know, leaderboards, uh, steam yep. plugins. Yep. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but there's, no, don't. yeah. You know, there's some there's some things I'm looking at with with social media outside of what people expect yep. to be able to do in the VR scape. But um, so you will have free to play forever. And yep. and right now it's early access. That core is going to have some edge cases, a little bit of bugs, but you'll jump in and immediately you're going to be like, hey, I can throw frisbees, yep. I can mess around with this soccer ball, oh, I can man, play yeah. mini golf and pool <laughs> and all of that kind of stuff. And um, all of the free stuff we're going to continue to work on until like the end of 2021. So nice. don't, you don't have to worry about being charged later with, or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Very we're not cool. we're not going to be monetizing this thing unless you guys tell us. Sure. Drop something that is this and I will pay you for it. Right. Um, so <clears throat> that's the that's the direction that we're uh, we're heading. And, and I do have a list of of actual milestones that we are aiming to hit nice and uh tower defense team deathmatch hat uh heist and and regular deathmatch are are those milestones and they'll be worked on in parallel with the free-to-play core until 2021 and that's where where the dlc anything that's going to be five dollars ten dollars whatever that will come at that time frame so now it's just a matter of getting to know you guys, you guys coming in, giving us feedback, yep. uh, playing around in that sandboxy space. Um, I've had great feedback from checkers, by the way. It's such yep, a small, cool. small game. But I know, little things, man, sometimes. People, yeah. people have told me they prefer to jump in, drop in and play checkers than to go to some of the other oh, available yeah. R games to play yep. it. Um, yep. So. Yep, that's very great cool. feedback I, I, I appreciate that you oh know, yeah so. we, lo we love it we love being in there and just having fun that's what literally it's all about us so we really appreciate you giving us a place too to go do that <laughs> oh yeah awesome. and, 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 cool. and that's me too i want to i want to enjoy it so right I'm exactly not you want to do like, what you want to do in there too you know you know i get in yep. there and i'm like you know uh yep. i want to i want to be i the thing about it is with making games for me is like if 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 I can enjoy myself in that space and, right. and I can have a great time, um, that's what matters to me, like before anything else. Yeah. So, yep. So. For sure. That's awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you to everybody for being here. Thank you again, man. It's so cool. I'm so glad oh, you yeah, came on. Yeah. I really do appreciate it. Like anytime. Tell, Absolutely. Tell Sean, like, just let me know. <laughs> I'm sure he's watching. You know, he can't be on, but I'm. I know he's what he's in chat. He just he can't stay away. I get it. But right. really appreciate everybody else being here. All the likes, all the love, and I, I tried joining in chat as much as I could, but it was a little hard. I haven't run this in a while, so I'm making sure I don't screw up for you guys. Um, and we'll catch you next time. And I'll throw a link too in the description to your Discord too, if you'd like. Yeah. Um, to drop in Discord too. So yep. keep an eye out for that. Um, but again, thanks everybody for being here. And we'll catch you guys later.